Hey, I'm Fred. And I'm Ed. And this is Create a Generation. Create a Generation of Hype. All right, Frederico, what is happening this week? This week we're chatting with Alex from Alex's Corner. I was thinking like, oh, 10,000 subscribers is really big. And then I got to 10,000 and I was like, well, it's not that big because I'm 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> it's like, well, 100,000 subscribers is big. And I got to 100 and I was like, it's not that big because I, <laughs> but I, I never really thought of it as like, a big thing because the sky is the limit. Alex is a very talented animator and part of the collective of great animators and part of this rambling. <laughs> it's the animation mafia. That's what they like to call themselves. Okay, we're going to chat to Alex <laughs> about the animation mafia. Hey, uh, before we get started, if you like what we're doing here on Creative Generation, please let us know. Jump on your podcast platform like Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Joining us on Creative Generation is Frederico, but more importantly, Alex from Alex's Corner. Hi, Welcome. glad to be here. Hey, Alex, what's your channel about? I basically just draw and animate about my life stories and whenever I'm thinking of ideas, I would just go and <laughs> relate it back to my childhood. And I feel like everyone has childhood stories that they can relate to. So I just illustrate that, make funny jokes and stuff. But yeah, for some reason, people, a lot of people, there's like an audience for that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, you got a you got a pretty big one too. Um, you know, you got a very engaged fan base with um not just, you know, half a million subs, but super active in all the comments and and, and all the engagement across the channel. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like how did you start where did it all start for you? Like It all started with um I think it was like the end of my first year in university and I kind of wanted to get a part-time job. And so I was looking for one. And so I went to a lot of interviews. It's just like a casual, like, you know, part-time jobs that I was wanting to look for, not necessarily um, for art or animation. And I guess, like, I was thinking, like, wow, it's either, you know, I um, use my time to work and save up money or I use this time to improve on my skills, my animation skills and kind of get myself out there. So as like my YouTube is my portfolio as I go about my university career. And so I chose that as a plan B. I'm like, okay, let's go with plan B. I'll, I'll just, um, yeah, start a YouTube channel. Cause I've always wanted to start a YouTube channel ever since when I was like, like around those days, um, Ryan Higa, yeah, mm. he's like one of my inspirations and a lot of like early YouTubers, like Smosh. And yeah, I've always watched those type of videos and yeah, kind of always saw myself um, like, yeah, I wanted to do that. But then back then my dad was like, you can't show your face in the camera <laughs> because um <laughs> It's like people will stalk you and will find you. And I'm like, oh, that's scary. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so that's why you went down the animation path? You just want to show your yeah. face? Oh, that's not necessarily, but it just worked. You know, like, oh, I like to draw. <laughs> my dad said, well, that was like before, like I was like 10. And my dad was like, no, you can't post your face on YouTube. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I just, <laughs> wa I just wanted to draw. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Did you, like, when you were looking for these part-time jobs, um, 
did you tell your parents like, oh, you know, you know that part-time work I was looking for, I'm just going to start a YouTube channel instead? Like, um, Yeah, I did say that, but they're not very iffy with me getting a job because they all, they just wanted me to just focus on um, university and my studies. And so they're like, okay, since you're practicing your animation, you might as well just do it. Like, go for it. Even if you, yeah. They're, great. they're supportive, yeah. Because <laughs> normally there's like YouTubers who are like, my parents don't know what I do. And I haven't told them yet. Or I think oh Darren Levy, who's a, who's a YouTuber we had on the show, he took his dad for a walk on the beach to break it to him that he was a YouTuber. Um, <laughs> That's so dramatic. <laughs> dad, I'm, I, I'm a YouTuber. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really common that they people's like they're scared to tell their parents or their parents don't know and they still don't know. Like they're full-time creators and they're – the, the parents don't know that that's what they do for a living. It's um, it's not uncommon. That, that's crazy. I, I'm because <laughs> my one is just like, oh yeah, I'm just doing YouTube, and they're like, okay, cool. And and I think it, it was like Maz who just kept it a secret from his parents too. I think he's like one of those like mm. yeah, <laughs> beach guys. Yeah. Do, do you um? I mean, now that you do, they still think, oh well, this is just a fad, and then you'll go and do something else or do they, uh, do they think oh this is something you're actually going to do for a longer period of time now they thought it was like a fad i mean they thought it was just for fun because i wasn't monetized i wasn't earning any money so it was just i just kind of like grinded on the the work the heart um the work part just animating and so once it started to kick off they're like wait you can make money out of this. <laughs> this is so like, it's just like a new concept to them. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. But you don't make it, you don't do, you don't do it for money. <laughs> you, you do it for passion and what you like to do and stuff. Yeah. I mean, especially as an animator, obviously your content takes a lot longer to make than other people's content does. Um, so mm. like, what, like, what's your process? Like, how do you come up with a story animated and how long does that all take? Oh, uh, 30 days average, like a month. It's quite, it's quite a long process. At first, when I first started, it took like two weeks. Like my first ever video took two weeks and I worked on it nonstop. And I was like proud of the outcome. And then a lot of my friends supported it. But now, (laughs) now, now I have to like look, write my script, read my script again, and then write it again, edit the, again, and it's just like record audio. Then after recording and editing audio, the longest part of the process is to animate, mm. to animate it. And yeah, I was, it's so tedious. Yeah, it's quite, it's very tedious. And how about the story part of it? I mean, obviously you have a lot of its stories from as you grew up and, you know, the various things that happened there. Um, but how do you decide, like, what stories do you want to tell and which ones you don't? I, I actually don't know. I, I thought it's like, <laughs> oh, this is interesting, nail-biting. Maybe people will, you know, people don't know I'm a nail-biter. and Maybe someone out there can relate to nail-biting in this coronavirus pandemic because so, <laughs> you can't, you know, you shouldn't bite your nails <laughs> and have your hands touch your face. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I thought that was kind of like, it's all right. It's not that great of a story, but the ones that really popped up for me was like 
my relationship stories, like my breakup stories, that mm-hmm. one really put um, really got recommended, like the three part series of my rebound relationship series. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a lot of people related to it. A lot of people were commenting like, oh, yeah, I've had similar experiences. And thank you so much for raising awareness and this and this stuff and like that. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I guess everyone really liked me talking about relationships and mm. yeah. How, like you, your stories come from your life and, and your, you, you say mostly like your, you know, you growing up, how much of, do you sort of embellish or uh, add for effect or is it all the truth or is this a secret that will never um, get out? I try not to um, elevate it. But like with nail biting video, with the nail biting video, there's nothing really to elevate <laughs> and because it's just nail biting. So then I kind of just like, it's like, oh, the sales lady like um, forced me to buy her product. And I was like, I was like, oh, sh- oh, crap, I, I don't want to buy the product. But then she kept pressuring me. But then I, I manipulate the, the animation by putting effects on or like putting a music on. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really like animated to feel, I want the audience to feel what I'm feeling through just like editing and the animations, but in the story, like if you're just reading it, it's like, Oh, I'm just getting pressured. That's it. But with it's heightened by the effects and the animations in the actual video. So it looks more dramatic and heightened in the way. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Like your use of music to to convey those feelings is really quite I think quite unique, and you do a really good job of it. Um, that's pretty interesting. Like, is like is have you have you got a connection to music, or is that like? Uh, a- I'm not much of a music person. Like, I don't play much musical instruments, but I I just like music. Like, I just like listening to music, and you know how you listen to music and you imagine a scenario in your head, you're like, yeah, I'm the hero of this, <laughs> like, <laughs> of my story. <laughs> I want to ask you about uh, the Caucasian Red Rescue Helicopter fidget spinner. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> because when I heard that, I... Oh, that's I, so I, old. Oh. <laughs> I really like Oh, it. yeah. How did that come to you? How, well, firstly, maybe you want to explain that to people <laughs> yeah, who don't know what I'm talking that. about. I just really hate magpies. I birds scare me. They really do. Like yesterday, there was a crow on the fence while I'm writing my script, and it just like barked at me. Well, not barked, it screamed at my, you know, on the fence. And I was like, "Whoa, what the heck? Birds are scary." Um, but um, the red, what, what? I don't even know. I, co- I don't co- even co- memorize anymore. Co- Caucasian co- helicopter, red rescue. Fidget spinner, uh, Caucasian red rescue helicopter fidget spinner. That's how they identify the magpies. Identify as that. Like yeah. I you, that coming up with that. That was that was interesting. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I can't. I I don't remember why I joke. I I don't remember the joke. But I remember <laughs> that. But I think I was kind of like poking fun of like like oh I identify as like a red rescue helicopter fidget spinner. Like you know that sort of. thing. Thing. Um, but the story came about when, yeah, I just was walking, you know, during to the bus stop and then, you know, a magpie nearly swooped my head 
And I was like, wow, I'm going to make a video out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's usually how it happened. <laughs> Because it's so unique, right? And especially in Australia, like the, the magpies are, um, are such terrorizing little creatures. Um, and I don't think anyone really understands how, how violent they can be. Um, yes. And, yeah, and it's, it's so hard to convey that. And like, they're like, why are these birds so crazy? Yeah. I'm going to chat a little bit more about your process because like every story time animator is, is a little bit different. Um, what do you think that you do differently to other story time animators? I think I just, I, I stuck to the basics. I don't think of my my animations like different from like Moz or Sultan. I think we're kind of just doing the same thing, but we have like a little twist to it, to our, you know, um, style. Because I feel like my animations are a bit, are a bit ch- in the childish sort of category because I just talk about like magpies and <laughs> random stuff. <laughs> Um, but Jaden, I think she, she like matured into like a, like a therapy, not therapy animation, but kind of like a self-improvement sort of way, a sort of animation. She had that phase last year where she, oh, she like talked about, um, how to improve yourself and what to look out for in, um, toxic relationships. And I also wanted to, um, put my take out there like with those type of mature topics. So I did a I did an animation on like toxic um, relationships as well, but in my own like stories, of course. Um, and um, with my relationship stories on my Rebound Boyfriend series, that's also like um, me putting out awareness on like red flags in a relationship and what to do and what not to do, things like that. Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> um, with with the Storytime Animation Group, I mean, it's a very uh, clicky group. You guys have a big group of you are quite friendly and know each other quite well, right? Why do you think out of all the groups of creators, why do you think the Storytime Animators stick so closely together? We just have like just the same process. Like the way we do our videos, it's um, basically uh, the same, like script writing and stuff. And um, we kind of like bounce off ideas off each other and things like that. And we get inspired by like other um, animators and things like that. Um, But I think overall, we're just like a really tight knit, small community. And we just kind of like find our, find us ourselves. It's like, Oh, like this is a new animation um, animator in the field. Like let's have her on on discord and i think moz was the first person to reach out to me mm-hmm. and when i was starting off because i didn't know what discord was that was like un like alien to me it was so unknown unknown um i thought it was like a gamer just like a gamer um skype version <laughs> thing um near enough that's right isn't it yeah <laughs> i think it's, it's- yeah, it's like basically Skype, but for gamers. And I was like, this isn't, you know, I'll just use Skype because <laughs> Skype is Skype. Everyone knows Skype. Everyone has Skype. And then, um, yeah, Moz reached out to me on Twitter, actually, because I re- I thought that, oh, um, I think Twitter is the way to go to have my um, presence be known there. Um, 
that's because that's where Moz found me. And I was like, oh, wow, see that? I was right all along. <laughs> and, um, but then Moz was like, no, 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 no. Twitter isn't the way of life, child. This is Discord. Is. <laughs> and so I got, um, I entered in this like server full of animators and I was like, whoa, I was like freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, whoa, this is like, I was, I watch you. But then um, I try not to give off that fangirly vibe because of course i was new and then i i watch all these people and they're like really big like i only had like what 100 or 200 subscribers and and the people in the server was like 500,000 1 million and i was like oh 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 is like overwhelming to just like be in a, in a different kind of like atmosphere like oh wow so um i have to like really make friends and stuff like that. But of course you don't have to force yourselves to be friends with, with a lot of people. Like, even though you watch their stuff, like, you know, as long, um, do you vibe with them? Like, as long as you vibe with them, like, yeah, friend, friendships come, come naturally. And yeah, I just don't, I just did that. And yeah, I've been, I'm friends with a lot of like creators from America and whenever we go to VidCon US, like Maz Sultan and I, we just like, yeah, we hung out. We hang out with Americans. It's crazy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. But are there any, any like animators in that group who are like on the outside, they're just like too difficult to deal with <laughs> or they cause too much controversy? Oh, oh. oh like drama yeah. people? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, there are like, people who don't get along of course um and i think we just all have to respect each other's boundaries and like don't bother don't bother each other but i haven't really got into that sort of drama because Sounds i'm like just fred's yeah. trying to start a beef here uh, uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> Alex, can you name check some people and we'll start a, a beef for you like it's oh no like- <laughs> well Mars, yeah, that, that Mars guy he sounds yeah, terrible sounds, yeah sultan your twister mat and chicken nuggets what was that all about <laughs> but tell me, tell me more oh and, that's sorry, it you, did you say you joined the, this discord um at 100 to 200 subscribers not 100 to 200,000 it was 100 to 200 is that right i was at 200 subs wow yeah yeah cool. And yeah. so, and and Mars at that time, I'm assuming you're saying think, like the biggest biggest okay. subscriber number at that time. Um, I think he was at sixty thousand back right. then. Cool. Yeah. That and yeah. and what like other than like great community and connections, did that help you as a creator as well beyond the connection to that creator community being on that Discord? Yeah. Um. It really opened a lot of doors because I get um because you get like networks and connections and then you're friends with people that are featured creators and it's just like whoa like I'll give you this golden badge and you can get backstage and I'm like wait really like you're giving this to me why not give it to to this guy but it's it's like an honor and just like a privilege it's like oh you're such a good friend like yeah (laughs) It's crazy because I it helped me really grow my channel and kind of like it's such a whole new world like VidCon like I went to VidCon Australia last year at two and I like the Instagram lounge <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice 
yeah. yeah. No, it, it's um, it's good to see the the a group that is so strong together. I mean, every time we talk to one of one of the people in the animation group, you, you can just see the respect they have for each other and how good the like the friendship and camaraderie is in the group. Um, yeah, we don't see that often with a lot of YouTube. Obviously, you know, YouTube can be a very you know isolating sort of experience, especially when you work by yourself and create content by yourself. So it's good to have that there. I wish more creators sort of did that, but it seems like the story time animators are the, are the, are the best group for that. Yeah, they're they're not afraid to lend a helping hand. That's um, my experience, like Moz. I think Moz is I, – I think a lot of people see Moz in the community as like uh, – he doesn't like it when I when we say "oh, leader of the group," but he doesn't because he really doesn't like that. Like he's just really like an overall open and friendly person, and um, he's just good at organization skills and just like organizing a lot of things for us in VidCon. But at the same time, it does take a toll on him because it seems like you know people are too dependent on him. And so it's, I think some people just take that um, characteristic as for their, dis, for advantage, for their adva- advantage. Mm. Yeah. But it really depends on like, you know, people on the person, like if they don't want to open up or not. Fair enough. Obviously you said, you know, you started when um, you met this group of creators when you were, you know, one or 200 subs, but obviously you're not, you know, over 500,000 and that's quite big. Do you ever think of yourself as, wow, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big YouTuber now or do you still think of yourself as, you know, just someone who's struggling trying to, trying to create more content? It doesn't feel like I'm a big YouTuber because there's always the sky is the limit type of feeling. Like I'm not, you know, I was thinking like, I was thinking like, oh, 10,000 subscribers is like really big. And then I got to 10,000 and I was like, well, it's not that big because I'm 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> it's like, well, 100,000 subscribers is big. And I got to 100 and I was like, it's not that big because I, because <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought it would be much of a struggle in a way. And I'm quite grateful that I, I'm where I am right now. But I, I never really thought of it as like a big thing because the sky is the limit and you know, I could say right now, like a million subscribers is so big. Then eventually I get there. I'm like, well, a lot of people are a million subscribers. So <laughs> it's not really a big feat. How about 10 million subscribers? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really see that. I don't really feel it because I'm just in my bedroom animating. And I, I don't really look at the numbers because I'm just like dying while I'm drawing on my tablet. <laughs> Yeah. So it doesn't feel, I don't feel that 500K privilege that people feel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would like to manage like a community that big too. I was looking at some of your videos. I mean, they, you, you do have, you know, quite a few views, but you know, some of them have like 20, 30,000 comments on, on a video. <laughs> Oh wait, on my video? Yeah. Or on, on their video? No, no oh. some, of your, some of your big videos have a lot of comments. Oh, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at it. I don't look at the comments. Right. You don't look at the comments? Well, I mean, I look. I read the good comments. I don't look at the bad comments. I don't look at the negative ones because, yeah, it does kind of like, I mean, generally, I, I don't really take it personally because sometimes I do get comments that are like 
like, oh, your animation stinks or it's not good. Uh, or like they attack my personality or my character mm. saying things like, oh, you're bland and unoriginal. You're just like other animators. And I'm like, what do you want from me? Do you want me to just fake it? Be extroverted? Hey, guys, I like to go out and do stuff. And not sit in my room and draw all day. But um, yeah, I I feel like with those hate comments, I I always think to myself, like, they don't know me personally and they haven't met me. And I think it would be, I think comparing it to like people who know me, like friends, if they say something, some things like that to me, it's like, oh, they know me personally and maybe I'm doing something wrong mm. with my with myself or I don't know maybe they are just fake or toxic but I don't know but um or maybe they just want to help me out um but yeah um I just take those type of comments like not to heart because I'm like yeah you're just a stranger to me and I could just say the same thing like yeah you're you're not good you're not a good person that's this isn't a good comment like that (laughs) yeah where's the best place for you to engage with your community then? Like, where do you like to hang out with your, uh, your uh, Discord. Discord? Discord. Yeah, right, back at yeah. Discord. Right, of course. Back at yeah. Discord, yeah. Now, now that you're a massive Discord fan. <laughs> what about, what's Twitch like for you? I know you you do, you do some um, Twitch stuff. Oh. Like what, what's, what's the difference for you between, say, your YouTube content and then Twitch? Man, um, Twitch is like a totally different feel totally different platform to it um with youtube i i've i already have this persona as like like oh um actually i don't know my persona i just do whatever (laughs) but on twitch it's like okay let's let's try not to do something weird on the can like it's just like don't like it's like i feel i still feel a bit um strained with not strained like nervous whenever i go live stream on Twitch because like I'm, I'm exposing myself out there and, you know, on YouTube, I don't really expose my face. Like I don't really show my face, but on Twitch, I'm like showing my face and then people can just say whatever they want in real time. Yeah. I just game. I, I just draw. And some, most of the time I just chat with Twitch chat and they're generally um, nice. My Twitch Twitch viewers are quite nice. Yeah, that's good. Do you have a, a platform? You, I mean, obviously, I guess you'd like YouTube, but is there one that you think, oh, man, I really love this one? Oh, that's that was like Twitch. That was Twitch. When I first started Twitch, I was like, wow, I'm going to stream every day. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, it got, it got yeah. I, I only stream like once a week, which is like every Friday. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to stream. And yeah, what what am I gonna stream today? And I was like, I don't feel like gaming. I don't feel like drawing. So I guess I'm <laughs> just gonna talk. And then I would just sit there. I'm like, hi guys. So yeah, just gonna talk to myself. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Yeah, people do like it. They, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people miss misunderstand how important that connection is between the creator and the audience, and like how valuable that is compared to like TV, for example, where the you know, people that don't have that connection. So, you know, just talking to the audience can make a huge difference and it can actually be really, you know, it can, it can be great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing how the connections you make and, and the responses you get back. 
I agree. I'm still afraid to engage with my audience. I feel like YouTube, I feel like my videos are kind of like TV, not going to lie, like how you mentioned, how you explained it, because I don't, I'm not very, I guess I'm just shy. Oh, the shy word where everyone just uh, <laughs> say that they're shy, but I guess I'm just very timid when it comes to like engaging and things like that. So I just, with Twitch, I guess this is just a way for me to try to improve my engagement and things like that. But I do agree that a lot of people tend to overlook engagements and trying to connect with audience, things like that. How do you manage doing all these things? I mean, obviously YouTube content as an animator takes a lot of time to create. You know, you've got Twitch, you've got, you know, everything else you do. Like, how do you manage all that together? Time management is like quite, uh, I struggle with it and just somehow manage to just put a video out. But I try, I actually want to make a goal to just put a video, to to put a video out like once a month. But now um, when you look at my channel, it's like, oh, this video was made two months ago. This video was made like four months ago. It's like an average, like one video per two or three months. So I'm not very, I yeah, I'm not really doing well with the once a month type of video because whenever I write scripts it tend it tends to be like really long and just like oh I want to include everything <laughs> like I want to include yeah like every story every detail I want to sh- I want to tell them like oh um this guy did this and this guy I did that and then I'm like and then yeah and at the end it's just like oh it turned into like a 15 minute video <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> does someone pull you back from that or like does do you are you do you edit your own scripts or do you have someone give you feedback on that how does that happen like how do you not yeah i i actually do um have my friends like look through it and edit it and give me feedback but then i guess they're just like they they just like tell me like oh you know if you want to put it in you put it in but i don't think it's necessarily because it's too long and I'm like, Oh, okay. But at the same time, it's still amounts to like 10 minutes. (laughs) But yeah, I try to keep it like seven to five minutes now. So yeah. And so what's, then what's next for you? Like, what do you, are you going to keep making, you know, story time animation or do you you want to evolve the content to something else? What do you want to really do? Oh, that's a very deep question. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thinking about the future and, and stuff um i mean i i i just think of like the present time uh i still want to make animations and things like that but in terms of future i mean i'm keen i'm i'm open to you know looking for animating animation jobs out there in brisbane or maybe like it doesn't have to be brisbane but like out there in the world um i want to get into like advertising advertisement animation because i heard that it's like i don't know it's really good and you it's just like a you know most of the time advertise ads are like maximum 15 seconds long for animations (laughs) and i'm like and you get like good money out of it i think i think i don't know i don't know but um yeah i i guess i want to get into that ads advertisement animation field out there do you want to like grow have you ever thought about growing any other content like have you ever thought i really i want to make you know documentaries about 
trains or doors, like this art, like completely different to what you currently do. I like, I really like history, actually. Um, maybe like history documentaries. I, there's this channel called Oversimplified. Yes. And yeah, yeah I love his history animations it and it's not even like detailed animations it's just like a blob of like circle heads and just like just him drawing costumes and stuff but his way of like portraying history is just like wow i could just like watch these videos all day and i i want to do that sort of thing but it's still animation <laughs> what Obviously, with with it being a uh, you know animation being a very hard row, what gives you like the energy to to keep going and keep making stuff? Is it like the response from the fans? Is it just your personal drive? How do you how do you get enough energy to keep moving? Wow, that's I haven't thought of that. I haven't questioned myself that. Why do I keep going? Uh, I, I think it's just a, like you said, a personal drive. But at the same time, personal drive mixed with. Um, having people see my content is just like enjoying it i'm like wow people actually enjoy this and then i should make more and so it's a personal drive to improve personal drive to get myself out there and because i need a career out, out outside university after university um and just a personal drive like yeah of course um everyone loves their fans and it's just like it's really humbling to see that people enjoy what I put out and yeah, it's great. <laughs> Talking of university, uh, um, is there any other students that you know have YouTube channels? Puri Nari, she's my friend from university and she recently, um, she's re- she recently graduated last year. She's actually, um, she, uh, I was, I'm friends with her ever since like year one of university and we did the same thing but her major is like animation. I major in concept art. And um, after graduating university, um, Narissa um, started streaming on Twitch and she's been streaming commissions and just engaging with like, she, um, with her fans and stuff. She's not a YouTuber though, but she, she's more of like a Instagram art um, use um, account. And so, yeah, she grew, she's like, organically growing her fan base on Instagram and she is um, currently streaming on Twitch and yeah, she's really, she's doing really good. Like for someone who doesn't really have like a big platform like YouTube, like, yeah, like on a YouTube sense. Do you know where Storytime Animation started? Or who started? Where? Um, who? I think it was like Swoozy or Domix. Swoozy and Domix are mm. basically the first forefathers <laughs> of the story time animator animations. And um, yeah, I actually first started watching Domix when I was like 15 or something. It was like his breakup series and then it was like really popping off on YouTube. And yeah, uh, ever since then, I was like, I want to be like Domix then. Yeah, that was my inspiration um, why I wanted to start on the story time animation journey very cool i think domix is, is going to come up a fair bit as we dig into that <laughs> mm. before we finish we always do finish with like one thing do you have any any top tips for you know aspiring creators out there a lot of people um go um come come to me and question like how do i how do i start on on my animation channel and like i know how to draw 
I know how to edit and I know how to do this and that, but how, how do I do it? And I'm like, well, you, you already know how to draw and do things like a lot of story time animators. I think it all comes down to like just doing it, like to be honest, just starting it and taking the first step. But that could just be general. It's a pretty just, bloody good tip. That's a good tip. That's, that is a good tip. Know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of people seem to be really timid with I feel like they always they always seek validation from like big creators and, and um established creators. And then they they do come to me and they're like, How I don't I'm scared to start. I'm like, Well, you have to start because you want to do it. Mm. So yeah. That is a very good tip to finish with. So hey, Alex, I've thanks. got one more. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Lee did bring this up, and I think it's 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 worth doing. Audio people, I'm sorry you won't get this, but jump on our YouTube channel and you will see this. There's this picture here that um yeah that is a self portrait from my daughter who was three at the time, um and I reckon that's a pretty good uh, a yeah that's really place. good. I'd like to get your your critique on that. Um, you can be as harsh as you like. I'll um. If she needs to improve, or or if you're happy with that. Oh wait, this is a self portrait. Self portrait yeah. from a three year old. So you know. Oh, I thought it was a dragon. I was like, that's a really nice dragon, <laughs> like with the orange. And I was like, oh, the 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 yellow is like the fire circle. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really good art for a three for a three year old to do. Yeah. She'd be stoked, like to be a dragon. I think. Um, yeah. Her spirit animal is a sloth. Like she, she, well, she thinks it is. I didn't claim. Oh, <laughs> wait, a, a sloth. Yeah, the one that just um, sleeps on trees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That's uh, so every like I think when we had Mars on, Fr- Fred and I tried to draw our own ourselves as if we were a a character in our own story time animation, and we failed dismally. Yeah. But I think <laughs> Billy, my uh, daughter, did a much better job. Like that. I'd watch a cartoon with Alien, but I'm biased. Yeah. I wanted an expert's opinion. It does. It does look oh. a lot like you with that boxy features and those blank, you know, eyes. Those... Oh, it's a self portrait yeah. of her, not me. Oh, <laughs> oh wait! Oh, I thought it was you. This is a, this is a her. Oh, I it was you. I it was you. No, no, it's yeah, her right. self portrait. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. Well, it it looks more like you than, than your daughter. So there you go. Ah, uh, dear. Yeah. Uh, on right. that note. Thank Alec, you. Yeah, Alex, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Alex. Thank you fun. so much for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> the generation on the mic.